It's okay, I'm good. Let's go! Good evening, everyone. We are on the eve of week two games. This is Grounding on the Go for your September 17th edition. Now, to start out, I have two players that are obviously going to be out of tomorrow's games that I just wanted to touch on real quick for those of you that are paying attention to your injury reports and whatnot. Uh, first off, obviously, is uh, Chris Ivory. Uh, no one really knows exactly yet the illness that kept him in the hospital, but he has been released, however, is being held out of this week's game. I believe that that makes TJ Olden a potential RB2 for this week going forward and until basically he comes back. Uh, the other out that is of note is uh, Zach Ertz with his rib injury. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how the Philadelphia offense uh, creates offense come Monday night. Uh, as far as like your questionables and your doubtfuls, uh, as far as the QB section goes, there is no one at the position that is in that gray area. Moving on to running back, we have Jamal Charles, who was at doubtful uh, with a knee injury. Uh, he has yet to come back. He was a, uh, a limited participant throughout the week and is not expected to play. Uh, Arian Foster was questionable with a hamstring issue. He was limited on Wednesday, but had full practices on Thursday and Friday, and is expected to play going forward. Uh, Jonathan Stewart, questionable with an ankle injury was limited both Wednesday and Thursday, but was able to participate completely on Friday and is expected to play. Uh, obviously, I think all three of those at the running back position are pretty uh, straightforward. I think that we're going to see Spencer Ware, obviously, for Kansas City going against Houston. Uh, Arian Foster should be able to play and be fine. I wonder if Jay Ajayi is going to be a, a healthy scratch again this week. And Jonathan Stewart should be fine as well. And I wonder if Cameron Artist Payne will be a healthy scratch this week. Moving on to wide receivers. Uh, Demarius Thomas is questionable with a hip injury. Uh, he should play, but I don't think he's going to be 100%. And so it's hard to start him. But he is facing Indy. And Indy is not a good D so it, it's a hard to start. I would follow along with Twitter Sunday morning and find out uh, what the Twitterverse feels at that time because nothing is better when it comes to having injury questions than checking out Twitter Sunday morning. And I know personally that if you follow me at intentional underscore G, I uh, will be posting stuff like this uh, as time allows on Sunday morning. Uh, number two for me is Marcus Wheaton. He uh, has uh, he was questionable currently with a shoulder injury. Uh, he was out last week, and he was but he was a full participation, uh, full participant, I should say, both Wednesday and Thursday, but was limited on Friday. Uh, he is a game time decision. Uh, Rashad Perryman is number three, questionable with a calf. Uh, he was out Wednesday, but was a full practice participant Thursday and Friday. Uh, honestly, though, even if he is healthy between. I mean, 
Aikman and um, let's see, Steve Smith Sr. and uh, Mike Mike Wallace. I I don't think that you are expecting much out of him if he does play. If I have him in the league, I'm not putting him out there at all. Number four on my list is Chris Hogan. This was a surprise for me that he was on any kind of uh, injury report. Uh, he was listed as questionable, um, but he participated all week and is expected to play. Devontae Parker, questionable with a hamstring. He was limited all three days and be a game-time decision. If he starts, I am not starting him. Uh, I want to see it from him before I trust anything. And finally, at the wide receiver position, there is Josh Doxson. Uh, he had questionable with the Achilles. Uh, he was a full participant every day and is expected to play. But once again, I feel that he's going to be limited. And with players out there, you know, like Sean Jackson and Crowder and Jordan Reed being basically like where things start and begin, going against the Dallas defense, I don't think you'll see too much for Doxson. Uh, as far as tight ends go, there being any gray situation right now, the only one out there is the tight end, uh, Rob Gronkowski. I don't expect him to play. He was limited all week. He's coming along. You know, his, we don't get the uh, the early on warning signs of him not traveling with the team because they're home this week against Miami. But being a limited participant, not being as fast as what we're used to seeing him out there on the field, according to the reports coming out, uh, I think we're not going to see him this week. And spoiler alert for week three, they have a Thursday night game, so I don't expect to see them then either. Uh, for the rest of the people, guys who are ready to go that were on the injury report at the beginning of the week, uh, first of all, at the quarterback position, both Russell Wilson with an ankle injury uh, that he got. Uh, he, his ankle was injured at the end of the game on week one, and then Andrew Luck, who injured his shoulder, or, or appeared to at the end of week one. Both of those guys have been taken off the injury report list and should be fine, ready to go. Uh, running backs... Adrian Peterson of an ankle injury, Spencer Ware, Toe, and Devonta Freeman Quadricep have all been taken off of the list. Um, wide receiver Julio Jones, ankle, and then both Larry Fitzgerald and T.Y. Hilton, who had uh, knee injuries, have been taken off the list. And then finally, uh, Jimmy Graham, uh, who obviously has the knee issue, uh, and who I do not trust, but he is uh, no longer on the injury report, but that doesn't mean anything for me. Uh, but it is, it is uh, you know, time to see what he can do uh, coming back from that injury. Uh, I know that personally, I, every, everywhere where I had him except for one, I was able to move him as a piece of something to get something better. Um, so uh, I, I hope as a football player that, you know, that he comes back and is able to uh, do well. Uh, but as a fantasy uh, value, <laughs> uh, any kind of uh, positive returns that he gives would be bittersweet. Um, and then finally, uh, Julius Thomas had an ankle uh, make him pop up on the injury report, and now he is off. So 
those are all the guys that have been in and out of the news this week at the main positions. Uh, really quick to finish this out, though, I'd like to throw out my guesses at this week's games. And uh, oddly enough, including taking the Jets uh, this week, which was an away team, uh, I ended up going 8-8 eight and eight as far as teams winning that were home versus away. Um, I know that New Orleans is playing outside against the Giants, but I think they squeak one out there. So, uh, New Orleans over the Giants. I have Detroit at home beating Tennessee. And if you listen to the podcast this week that we put out, uh, Detroit is actually my survivor pick uh, in all five of my survivor leagues. So, fingers crossed on that one. Um, I also have Washington at home beating Dallas. I think that Dallas is going to go... Uh, 0-2, and have to do some soul-searching. I have Houston beating Kansas City at home. I'm sorry, Houston at home beating Kansas City. Uh, And I have... uh, Spencer Ware is going to uh, do his thing uh, for Kansas City, but I think Houston is going to be able to do uh, a lot of damage to their defense in Kansas City because Houston is not... uh, Lamar Houston is not there to uh, bring that defense together. So until Houston comes back from his injury, I, I don't know how Kansas City is going to function. You know, they got to figure out how to do stuff. <laughs> it was not pretty against San Diego in week one. <laughs> uh, finally, let's see, what else we got here? New England, I have them at home beating Miami. I think that if, you know, I think it's pretty simplistic. If New England can travel to Arizona and beat them without Gronk and without Brady. I think they can scheme enough to, you know, take out Miami at home. I have Baltimore coming into Cleveland and winning. I think that's a pretty obvious one. Uh, I have Carolina at home beating San Francisco. I have Cincinnati going to Pittsburgh and beating them there. I have Arizona at home beating Tampa Bay. I have Seattle going to L.A. and beating the Rams. I have Oakland at home beating Atlanta in what I expect to be a shootout. And then I have Jacksonville traveling west to San Diego and beating the Chargers. I have Denver at home beating Indianapolis, which... Which, honestly, if you're just going for the most obvious pick of the week, that would be it. Um, I have Green Bay going to Minnesota and beating them. Minnesota's got a great defense and a great running back in Adrian Peterson. Um, But, you know, Sean Hill is out. And it looks like it's it's time for Bradford. So, uh, with that thing not being... Uh, very steady at the moment. I think it'll be hard for them to uh, stand tall against Green Bay's offense. And then finally, the Monday night game, I have Philly traveling to Chicago and winning. So those are my picks. Uh, Like I said, uh, eight teams are um, home teams that are winning, and then eight teams are away teams. And, you know, I obviously... The New Orleans one for me was a tough one to call. <laughs> you know, I hate picking New Orleans outside of a dome. Uh, 
Uh, Cincinnati being away and beating Pittsburgh, that's another one where I'm sure there's a couple head scratches out there, but we'll see. You know, it could be good. But, uh, yeah, so I hope you guys enjoy the games tomorrow. Uh, these were my picks, and uh, I look forward on Wednesday running down them real quick and seeing how well I did. You guys have a good night, and uh, good luck with your games.